0: let mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Tana Talks podcast. This is the regularly scheduled episode for the week. And um, I once again, don't have that much to say. I know you guys are all shocked. But literally, this is my sixth podcast of the week. And literally, I'm on my lunch break from my job that pays bills. And I'm hungry. And as much as I love this podcast, I love lunch more. So I need to go make something. I want to do a quick intro to the guests because I got to tell you guys something. I got to tell you guys something importante, importante. Um, our this episode is our first explicit episode ever. What's up? Um, but guess what? I have no person that I would rather put the e on the podcast for than Pierre, and. <laughs> As a white woman, I cannot tell him what he can or cannot say. I don't know if you guys have seen the news. I would never. I am not a Karen. I am an ally. So, (sighs) I let this man say whatever he wants. But we had such a good time doing this. This is so fun. I met Pierre. I saw him do stand-up. And he just, you know, blew my mind away. So, I had to just get him on the podcast, clearly. And he's been so freaking kind to me and genuinely every person that I've met has been so kind I don't know why I'm such a loser and feel so losery about myself because everyone's been so nice because fun fact I went to an open mic on Tuesday couldn't even put my name on the list because I was so scared I don't know it's like I can do this podcast and I can do cringy stuff on TikTok and I can be so thirsty and you know whatever but it's like I get in a room full of comics comics a room full of comics and uh, I nut up literally I can't do it like I literally just couldn't I don't know and so I am very thankful for people like Pierre and people like every other person I've met doing this I'm just gonna say Pierre because this is his episode and this is all about him this is a hilarious episode I I encourage you guys to listen to all of them at the end till the end But definitely this one because we talk about his story and he literally got started doing it at a funeral. So that's the maybe the most craziest story I've ever heard. So you should definitely find that out. But I really um, also get into some like race stuff. Me and Pierre, we go there. Because I've just not seen, I don't know, it's just been weird what I've seen and what I've noticed as someone like very new here and... This community of people. So, yeah, bear with the podcast, you conservatives that are not okay with um, like a couple words. We're going to be okay. I have other people besides comics. Don't worry, guys. I know you guys are like getting worried. Like, we're just turning into just only comics. No, I have things scheduled because. I am a girl with a plan now. I am a girl with a schedule. I have scheduled out episodes for a few weeks. So enjoy this gem of me and Pierre just really, you know, breaking down racial barriers (laughs) in Atlanta comedy. We're really out here being a bridge. And that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I'm really grateful that I get to learn to be a comic from Pierre and the people that he's introduced me to. It's been really nice. I love every one of you, all of you that are listening to this. I love you all. I mean it. Um, And I'm going to go make a sandwich. Bye. Hello, everybody. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. We have a special guest, and I just found out that his name is actually his name.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Je m'appelle Pierre Escargot. Uh, Je suis désolé. Je m'appelle.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yep, guys, he does that on stage, and that's what got him on the podcast. <laughs>
1: well, I'm going to translate, folks. Uh, for those who don't speak it in the Francais, that's French, um, my name is Pierre Leville Gaeton.
0: Welcome to the podcast, Pierre.
1: Thank you for having me on the podcast, Montana.
0: No, you made the trek. I appreciate it. So we were about about yeah. What did I just say? We were
1: about to talk about some <laughs> stuff here.
0: Why did my country voice just come out?
1: You know, I reckon because you're comfortable. <laughs> and you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles when you grab it. You know.
0: <laughs> no, I sometimes talk in different voices. I don't know which one's mine.
1: You know what? Sometimes the voice gets a little loud in there. Sometimes you got to drown them out. Every now and you gotta sound like somebody daddy. Like boy you need to go over there on that couch and have a sleep. Clean up that damn room, boy. Come on now, get dressed for going to church. <laughs> Me, your mother or God ain't trying to hear any excuses out of you.
0: Why is that every person <laughs> Every time I would get ready for church when I was a kid, it would always never be good.
1: I used to pray my mom would leave me at home.
0: I would pray she didn't want to go that day.
1: (laughs) And like, I used to think God didn't hear me, but he did and he knew better. So he was like, yeah, bro, come on, get this blessing. Come on.
0: Okay, well, serious. Before we were about to record, I had a serious question with you because.
1: Oh, by the way, I am black. (laughs) Um, For those who were unaware. So continue with your question. I got a premise.
0: Yes. (laughs) So for me, I've always seemed to get along with the black community Mm -hmm. as far as like, I just grew up like my neighbors. um, I'm just going to tell you this story. my neighbors I'm assuming they were black They were yes they're the Hicks they're my they're my they're my like we still talk to this day they're back in Florida we I would get together to the barbecues I would get my hair braided Shay taught me how to love hair like I just that's the I grew up that way like
1: Shay but a baby <laughs> Yeah Sorry.
0: Yeah so I just grew up that way and so um I moved to Georgia when I was like 9 years old Hurt. and I it was a very small country town it's called Habersham have you ever heard of it
1: that sounds like something you put on top of like mashed potatoes or, something. <laughs> or like well, uh, corned it's, beef hash it's, about, it as a, like. it's
0: about as white as the mashed potatoes corned beef hash yeah
1: Hab- Habersham <laughs> and so uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking bad about people from Habersham they're probably very wonderful people
0: yeah some of them probably listen on this and hate but it's fine Um,
1: Do they eat corned beef hash?
0: I don't know, but I dated this black guy when I was in ninth grade for like two weeks. Woo!
1: (laughs) Love the story already. And
0: then I got called the N-word lover. Mm. Still to this day by some people.
1: You know, back then, I think that's a slur. But nowadays, like, I mean, who doesn't want to be? I, like, be it, look, she she ain't gonna say it, but I am also a nigga lover. Prominent. Oh Oh, my God. I am a prominent lover of them oh <laughs> and them peoples. And it's trendy to be a nigga lover nowadays. Oh my like, God. That's the last time. You I'm know what?
0: Ser- <laughs> Black lives matter. They
1: really do. They do. And the booties is fatter, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of improv. This is the I'm best sorry.
0: podcast I've ever had so far. <laughs>
1: we You're gonna make sure. me blush, but you can't see it, but we're gonna have a good time
0: um but for real
1: yeah you dated the black guy too yeah you got caught the lover
0: yeah and it it just kind of like did something weird inside of me I like these people I had grown grown up with like were being so hateful to me and I didn't understand it so and it was like at a very formative like time in my life I'm Mm -hmm. like 15 I don't know what's going on in my brain I still don't really and so I just got like I shut off everything, and I never, I didn't, I have never really dated a lot since then. Um, I've had like one kind of serious thing since then, and we all right. know how that happened. I mean, we well, all, we all know what happened. You see there. God <laughs> <laughs> will
1: intervene. intervene. Yes, he but I'm, won't. He do ooh, it. Won't he do it? Won't he Willie? Won't he Willie? He Willie? Y'all willy. can't see
0: us, but we're we're raising the roof. Praise okay? hands. Okay. So anyway, I say all that to say, like. I've always been someone that's gravitated like I just get along I don't know I'm just I do even when I worked at a restaurant I do mm. I've seen something here when I've came to even on clubhouse or even mm. like especially clubhouse. especially especially I'm like am I allowed I don't know am I allowed to be on there I wonder sometimes but y'all are very nice and let me in the room and I love it but and especially in like comedy, why don't the white comedians and the black comedians like inner inner so, mix a lot? From my perspective. Just as a newcomer looking in. So,
1: um, all right. I I'm a black comedian that does both rooms and I actually speak four languages. I've done many rooms. Mm-hmm. Um specifically here in Georgia or Atlanta, OTP, ITP, whatever you want to call it. So before the pandemic happened, white rooms were what a white room is, is a white, generally white run comedy show. So the bookers are white, the comedians are white, the audience is white. Mm -hmm. Um, They usually, I call it book adjacent. So when they are booking comedians for the show, they book comedians that they've already had for said shows, or it's like people that they know or that they feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Um, So black comedians usually don't get looked at because they aren't adjacent. Because they haven't been on those shows. Gotcha. So, um, and then with Black Rooms, I'm going to say this. Black Rooms, they will let anybody do stand-up. You just have to come. The white comedians don't think that they can come. Okay. They literally don't think that they will get up if they go. I've talked to so many people, but the one, like, Will Foskey, Nick Murphy, Andrew Stein, Joe Byers, um, Luke. Bentley he's a newer comic he's always at Cat's Cafe he is there every week faithfully Mm -hmm. they go up every time they get to Cat's Cafe if you sign up you'll get up yeah and the thing is they think that black rooms are tougher or they're harder and they're not black rooms are black comedians black bookers black (laughs) audiences um (laughs) (laughs) I just have to elaborate um but that is not uh,
0: my audience doesn't know a lot about comedy I'm introducing it to them because I'm learning I know nothing I'm a baby
1: yeah. Now there are certain, like, for example, if you go to a white comedy show or a white room, if you sign up for the list, if it's an open mic, mm-hmm. there's a very good chance you'll go up. If you go to a black room and you sign up on the list, most of the times there is no list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear there, there is no list. And if there is a list, someone has brought their own pen and paper. Oh, okay. Um, if you sign up for said list, that does not mean you're going to go up.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so for example, uh, there's a booker, he runs like eight, 10 different comedy shows here today, Mari Sims and Cat's Cafe is every Tuesday. Uh, show starts at nine, get there around 830, show up, go up. Um, I'm for real. <laughs> now, this one, this is that same room. There might not be a list uh, at Cat's Cafe, <laughs> but all the comedians are usually congregate in one area. So he'll he knows the comedians when he sees them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So if you sign up at Cat's Cafe, he'll look at the list, take a picture of the list and then not look at it again. Mm-hmm. So usually at Cats, there's a celebrity host or somebody who's famous yeah. that hosts. So the host will go up, do like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Maurice will then look at the list, look around at the comedians, and usually there's somebody famous or well known that comes to catch every week. Wow. So if they come in, people are getting bumped. And the reason why he does that is because he wants to run a good show. Mm-hmm. So to run a good show, you have good people coming through. It ain't no pressure. It's not on you, especially if like you're a newer comic. He'll put you up early if he can.
0: Okay, so- this is about me. This is about you. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> I appreciate it though. I want I just didn't know that. I didn't know that they didn't think that they could go. That, yeah.
1: They don't think that they'll go. That's crazy get up. to me. And I also think it's cuz they're afraid that they won't do good. And people like to do good all the time cuz it's comfortable.
0: Oh. No, I've I think there's like something Good about when you're uncomfortable. You were just saying that, weren't you? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm like when you're doing what you love to do, or you're passionate about, and you want to be better at it, it's not supposed to make you feel comfortable. If you're comfortable, you're not going to do anything different. You're just going to keep doing the same thing. Uncomfortable makes you change. Like makes you do something different outside of yourself. Oh.
0: So you think I should stop going to just one mic?
1: Absolutely, why would you just go to one mic? (laughs) Because I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I look, okay, so like, yeah, you are very new to comedy. There's nothing wrong with going to one mic, by the way, because everybody's path is different. Everybody does things differently. When I first started doing comedy, I wanted to touch every single mic that I could see. Every one of them. I don't even care if I bombed. The worst bomb I ever did is still up on Facebook. It got a reminder, and I didn't even know my wife recorded it. I was my first time at Uptown Comedy Corner. It's okay. the black, okay. black room. Like, <laughs> whoo! Like, I'm not even Dork. the blackest black person, bruh. Like, black people call me white. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so, they're God. like, bruh, you be reading books and shit, bruh. I mean, <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, yeah, you know, people died so we could read.
0: <laughs> so, oh, pardon that was, me.
1: <laughs> that's true. Some people had a dream. But, um, <laughs> but, I remember I went. Oh, my God. Will Foskey was actually there.
0: I've seen. I saw him this weekend. He was really good.
1: Will Foskey he's was funny. so mean when he oh God, when I first started. Comp- oh, I don't if he's listening. He knows he. I don't know oh, where. my God. Will. Probably Fo- not. He uh, you never know. Uh, but Foskey was not such a I'm not going to say great, but nice. Person, when I first, I okay. Also, oh my God, I'm gonna say this. So You're I
0: just like spill all the tea. No, let this me is everything.
1: personally. I I brought this on myself. I'm new
0: to fill me in. When let's call I first it, started comedy, start some drama.
1: When I first started comedy, part everybody listening, listen. Okay, <laughs> my past does not define me. Okay, God has forgiven me, and the, I'm hope y'all will too. But Jesus I used is king. I used to go by the name. <laughs> The silver spoon coon. <laughs> when I started comedy, I <laughs> what does swear. That mean?
0: So coon that is can't a be, slur. I don't even feel comfortable saying. You that. shouldn't. <laughs> Never. And I don't
1: know why <laughs> I did either. I, it was a different time in 2016.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It was a
1: very different time, but oh, I used to wear a suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a three-piece suit and a vest. Okay. Um, but I used to wear a suit and I was real dapper, and I would. Okay. I sound real proper when I want to, you know, like
0: yeah, you're French. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, I'm. I uh 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 uh, uh my etiquette is uh, impeccable, if you will. <laughs> Shout out to Wavy Crockett. Um, but <laughs> I
0: impeccable. love that guy. I love that guy. My <laughs>
1: track record is in fact impeccable.
0: That guy uh, is hilarious. Wavy's hilarious.
1: Um, but. <laughs> I used to sound real proper, look real nice and polite, but I would say real ratchet stuff. Oh yeah, and it would be stone cold coonery, is what I would call it, <laughs> um, and tomfoolery, and you know.
0: My listeners are in sorry. My regular one.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't look. Montana is very lovely lady for having <laughs> me on here. I did not tell her anything about what no. I was going to say. <laughs> okay,
0: tell me your story about the but cat, stuff cat, no, you uh, did. uptown. Okay.
1: I went up. Oh my. Um, I didn't notice until I got on stage, there was an audience of about 30, 55, 30 to 30, 55 year old black women. Okay. They don't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> None of my jokes even got close to landing. Right. I started sweating bullets on stage. I was sweating like a hoe in church. Uh, <laughs> I should not be here. I felt out of place. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, the DJ just started playing crickets while I was on stage. And I just started shrinking is what it feels like. Just smaller and smaller. And then he played the (laughs) 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 played the bomb. Then the host was Ed Lover. He hosts a lot of shows on VH1 on MTV and like True TV and stuff. He comes out and was like, hey, make some noise for P.A.S. Cargo, man. (laughs) Three people clapped. And he was like, that sounds about right. And he said, but for real, man, he came all the way from France to bring y'all that garbage. Y'all better make some noise for him (laughs) on his way back. (laughs) Well, he stay here and give us some more of that. And I came with my wife. She's now my wife, my fiance at times, who's Korean. And he was like, yeah, and he brought his little white girlfriend in here, and y'all made this man bomb, man. He ain't going to get none tonight, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's Korean. (laughs) That's funny. And Will Foskey, he was there. And I was like, hey, so how'd I do? And he was like, you should probably stop doing stand-up. And then walked (laughs) off. I was like, wow. And then I saw him at Jimmy Max, another place I used to do stand-up at. And he was like, he pulled me aside. and was like, why are you going by the name Silver Spoon Coon? <laughs> and I was like, because it's funny. And he was like, no, it's not. And he's like, you know who the only people who are laughing at that are? I'm like, who? He goes, racist white people. You wow. shouldn't even want to make racist white people laugh. Dang. And I was like, oh. He goes, let's say you get famous, Pierre. And they have to write out a check. And they ask you, who are we going to write a check to? Silver Spoon Coon Incorporated? <laughs> Do you want to see Silver Spoon Coon splattered across a billboard <laughs> in South Georgia? Wow. And I was like, no. And he goes, change your name. Grow up. And then, like, walked away. And I was like, I should rob him. Right? <laughs> like, I, can, I felt I disrespected. I was <laughs> like, nah, we should definitely rob him, though. But That's nah. funny, though. That's Will Foskett's the homie though. He's super, super funny comedian. Super hilarious.
0: No, I saw him at roll call this weekend, and he was really funny. I, I like him. Um, I'll have to get him on. I feel like when you have a podcast, you can be creepy and ask people to like. You can slide in, and it's not creepy to anybody. because no. I'm an awkward person. Like in, like I'm so awkward.
1: I'm awkward too. Only I blame my mom though.
0: Why? But like, get into that. Because she, she, she,
1: she had a very odd way of disciplining us. Um, like, first of all, she would always tell me to tell the truth. Okay. If you tell the truth, you won't get in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Every mom So, that,
1: right? I'm not going to say she's a charlatan and a deceiver, but I will say <laughs> the things she says are very misleading.
0: Yeah. She like, lied to you.
1: I had two brothers, half, have two brothers, <laughs> okay. they're still alive. Um, if one of us got in trouble, mm-hmm. she would whoop all of us. What? But only because nobody would admit to who did it.
0: I don't get why people don't snitch.
1: Because I, <laughs> you know what? I, I put me on the stand. I'm like, look, Your Honor, it was him. You ain't even got. To- <laughs> I am the quickest person
0: to snitch. I know that's like not cool to say, and I'm sorry.
1: They say don't snitch, <laughs> but they say tell the truth. So I'm assuming we just gotta not get asked the question.
0: <laughs> Honestly, only God can judge me.
1: That and Judge Mathis and the people at the comedy courthouse. The we comedy are definitely going house. to judge you um but
0: shout out my mom yeah she used to
1: spank all of us whenever anything happened okay like i remember a plate got broken my mom was like who broke it i was in my room there's carpet in there Do you know how hard you gotta throw a plate to like break it on carpet i thought she was smart enough to figure that out but anyway <laughs> she was <laughs> neither here nor there my uh, older brother was in the kitchen washing dishes okay younger brother's three can't even pick up a plate really So she was like, David, Pierre, Red. That's my brothers, David, and Red. Uh, I'm Pierre. We in the room, (laughs) lined up, like, about face. And she was like, she got a piece of the plate holding it up like evidence. Who broke it? Me, knowing I didn't break it, didn't say anything. I'm looking at my brother, who I know broke it, and he's looking straight ahead, not even at the plate. And then she was like, oh, so y'all don't hear me? My little brother was like, I don't know, mommy. She was like, be quiet. And I was like, yeah, just be quiet, bro. (laughs) And she was like, so who broke it? David didn't say anything. She said, okay, everybody go in the room take your clothes off. And I was like, for what? And she was like, y'all about to get your whoop whooped. And I was like, no. <laughs> I got spanked. I remember I was very upset. And then the next time something happened, like I, something else got broken. We were very rambunctious boys. Um, she said, who broke it? This time I said, I'm going to tell the truth. I said, David. My mom said, who? She looked at me and my brother David looked at me. I said, David broke it. She said, did he now? I said, yep, I told the truth. And she said, okay, go in the room take your clothes off. And I looked at my brother. I said, "Aha!" she said, no, you. I said, me? No. She said, yes. And I was like, but I didn't break it. And she said, but you told on your brother. I told you to stop telling on your brother. So I went in the room and I got spanked. She also spanked my older brother. Later on when she went to bed, my older brother comes into the room and says, so you like to tell on me?
0: Okay. Where <laughs> he beat going? me up. Okay. <laughs>
1: Later on, now, this incident, I remember, we were doing backflips in the house, okay. and my brother ran off the wall and did a backflip off the wall and put a hole in the wall with his foot.
0: Oh, my God.
1: My mom was on her way home from grocery shopping okay. after she got off work, very okay. angry. Okay. But she comes in the house, and she sees it. She says, so who broke it? Last time I didn't say anything, everybody got whooped. When I told the truth, I got whooped, and then I got beat. <laughs> so this time, I said, I figured it out. Okay. And I said, it wasn't me. Okay. My mom was like, it wasn't you? I said, it wasn't me. She said, so what you're saying is it was one of your other brothers.
0: Okay.
1: I was like, I did not say that. Okay. And she was like, yeah, you did. You snitched. What? I was like, I did not snitch. She said, that's dry snitching. What? And I was like, that's a thing? There's wet snitching?
0: But she wants you to tell the truth.
1: That's what their parents say. They also say that Santa Claus is rude. I don't know what kind of people we got.
0: <laughs> Please, dear God, nobody that still believes in Santa Claus. I don't want to go to jail.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, he's definitely breaking and entering. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, so my mom.
0: Why did you. Why did. What were we go? Where were we going with that? Um,
1: mother I story? said, I blame my mom for me being awkward. Like all the beatings I got, oh, I don't know what's the right thing to hurt do. You? Well, no, not that she hurt <laughs> me emotionally. And like I can't make a decision. If someone asks me, so who did it? I'm literally going to be like,
0: run away run I, away i'll run literally i can't make a decision Mm-mm. especially like in a group of people nope i will do whatever the group wants yep that's me group too group think all day that's why whenever i'm with <laughs> this might be wrong to say whatever group i'm with i'm with that group whatever they do i do mm-hmm. like like if they're if they're a hardcore democrat i'm a hardcore democrat yep like, i like to survive i <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hate black people. You know what? They're just, they are pretty noisy. No, okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. All right, that's where I draw. Have
1: right. you seen them in movie theaters? I mean, come on. You know? so much- I'm i am not going to be too hateful, but I'm going to agree with you. To no, a extent. Yeah, I,
0: yeah. No. Like, I, mean,
1: I mean, football, am I right? All right?
0: Whatever team you like, I like them too.
1: I'm like, yeah, Falcons, right? Yeah. Ah, that's an eagle. Cool.
0: Yeah. Rise up. Rise up. <laughs> um. But I think that's just because I went so long without friends that I'm like... I don't think your a, microphone's on. What? There there it is. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it just isn't green. Hurt. But it's still picking up as long as it's on. This weekend I recorded one, and it was probably the best thing I've ever done besides this. And She says
1: that to everyone, by the way.
0: No, I... This is the best episode we've ever done. Okay. That's not wrong, but... <laughs>
1: That just means you love every episode. I, I
0: love it. every person. I don't invite losers on here. Hey, and, so
1: if you ain't been on this show.
0: And only one person has rejected me, and I'm holding it. I'm holding it Who really. Was it? I don't want to call him out.
1: Oh, it's him. Okay, so.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: He hasn't rejected
0: it. He just, like, ghosted. And I've just made a huge deal about it on my podcast. I'm just building the hype. Because he'll come one day. I know he will. They but, all will. <laughs> but I'm building up the hype. You know, I'm
1: like, I want to know now. <laughs> uh, I call him. Who is it? Do I know him?
0: Yeah. Do I? <laughs> and it's a dumb, it's a really it fosky. Dumb. What because they're gonna come back, it's fine. We're just manifesting things all 2021. Um, 21-21. 20 I keep saying 2020. I don't know. I say 21 Savage because he's just 21-21. That's just every time it's
1: 2021. 20,
0: well, now, now that's all I'm gonna think. So, thank you. Um, okay. I've been liking to transition people in the listeners, I don't know, audience, listeners, whatever it's called, into comedians. Mm. That Because, like, these are the people that I'm surrounding myself with now. Like, I'm trying to get into this, like, community or, like, try to pursue this thing, whatever this thing is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm doing. And so I like to tell their – any. this podcast was birthed out of just people's stories in general. And I think for people to end up doing comedy, it's a pretty, my, I know my story's pretty wild. So how did you get into this?
1: So um, uh, it started actually at a funeral. <laughs> uh, Wait,
0: you were telling jokes at a funeral?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, it wasn't, I didn't know it was jokes. I was just telling the story about how I met the person who died. It was a friend of mine.
0: That happened at my grandfather's funeral with my brother. Bro, friend. everybody yeah, was, those are the best for the
1: funeral. lack of a better term, I was killing uh at the show. Uh,
0: you were killing that funeral. Oh,
1: man, they were stiff. Uh but we had
0: to dig a couple more graves.
1: Yeah, you got me. hey look how that's good. That's a good tag. Use that. Um but it was a friend of mine, his name was uh Eyokunle, uh which is African. <laughs> it's not an American name. Uh I have a
0: large African audience.
1: He has, I called him the first in the realest African American because his first name was very African and his last name was like Jones. <laughs> it was like Ken Mutakeki Williams. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are very African American, Kunle. Literally. But his name was Kunle, but everybody just called him Kunle. And I was like, oh Yo, my
0: gosh. He, he, you he... in the word. No, like, no, 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 no. When I
1: met him, I said, bro, this is how we met too. So I grew up in Oakland, California. It's, so black where I grew up, like <laughs> the substitute teachers were black. Like there weren't <laughs> like everything. Okay. There was one uh, mixed kid in our whole school and his name was Oren. O-R-I-N. And we definitely called him Oreo. <laughs> and, like he could not escape that. Oren, like you're your <laughs> you, Oreo. You were,
0: why did his parents do that?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. No, Oren for something. But anyway, Kunle, uh, I remember when I went to Simpson middle school, it's a school out here in Cobb County, I was the only black kid in like the school. And I had, ne- this is my, literally my first time seeing so many white people <laughs> like at once, the, I've never, the, I've only seen that many white people on TV.
0: My friend Brandon moved from there and says the same thing.
1: I was like, it was a culture shock to mm-hmm. me, kinda. Um, but I remember when I was at lunch, Uh, I saw another black kid. It was Kunle, but I didn't know that. And then he sees me, we make eye contact, and it's kind of like that, oh my god, it's another one. (laughs) And he just beelined straight over to me and sat down next to me and was like, yo, what up? I'm Kunle. And I was like, what? (laughs) He was like, Kunle. Also, my first conversation with an African. Uh, (laughs) So I was like, your name is what? He goes, Ayo, but it's Ayo Kunle. You can just call me Kunle. I was like, all right, okay. and he's like yeah we're gonna be friends and i was like, how you know that he goes bro we're the only black people here we have to be friends <laughs> i was okay. like okay. okay um but kunle um after we graduated high school uh he was a real goofy guy I used to dance around like very much like myself whenever mm-hmm. i would do dance videos and stuff i before i did comedy i used to just dance i used to work at a bowling alley okay and i used to like slide out in the middle of the lane to like break dance and like i
0: feel like you would be the funnest person to work with
1: yeah it's a it's a hoot and then like this is big one that day I'm shuffling came out and i used to just do the shuffle during cosmic bowling in the middle of everybody's aisles like walk across the lanes just and kumla used to do that with me okay um but there was a party um after they were leaving the party a car like sideswiped his girlfriend's car so he got in his car and like followed the guy was getting his tags and the guy like stopped and shot him
0: oh my gosh
1: and uh he died right there the in the car
0: Jesus.
1: they catch the guy you know obviously he passed away and at the funeral uh well when he passed away we went to sprayberry high school and uh they were doing a vigil at the high school and like they were like you know i seen all you know all my friends from high school i ain't seen in years and they were like you know does anybody want to say anything i was about to and then i saw like fox 5 news there like the news i swear like cnn and stuff and i was like i got warrants uh you know (laughs) i am a criminal uh i'm just playing y'all uh but 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 he's not (laughs) i'm not a criminal (laughs) i was charged never convicted um
0: (laughs) just jail (laughs) yeah
1: we all have a little fun you know
0: i went to jail once
1: i've been I've not been to jail. I'm a to plead the fifth. Uh, but
0: I've never said that on the podcast.
1: They were like, <laughs> it's okay. A little
0: mystery. I went to jail. But
1: guess what? So did Jesus. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm.
0: And me and Jesus were laid on so many levels.
1: Well. Um, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Now want to
0: it.
1: Um, but. <laughs> You know, this is how he transitioned from death to laughter. Uh, But he he, he died. And then, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> for real, he did. CNN, they were there in the news and Fox was like, anybody want to speak? And then literally everybody looked at me and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't say anything. And it was like on my mind for the longest. And I was like, God, I wish I would have said something. And then um, they had the funeral service. Mm-hmm. I went to the funeral services at the church, and, you know, everybody's like, mm, you know, boo hoo and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, bro, I'm like roasting people at the funeral. I'm like, bro, look at your shoes. Why you bring them dirty ass shoes in front of God, bro? Like, he I said, he going to forgive you for that outfit, but I won't. <laughs> I said, Bro, your shirt don't even Matt, Did you iron your shirt before you came here? I'm like, yo, John Wrinkle. I'm like, this man ironed with a hot plate. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like she ain't even comb her hair before she came here. You was at the, you got your outfit from the club last night on, and everybody was like, Pierre, shut up. Oh, <laughs> we, at the, we at the funeral, <laughs> can't be laughing at the funeral. <laughs> and I was like, man, you, your breath stinks. Stop talking to me. Like, <laughs> Imagine being in church with me, bro. It'd be a hoot. But <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> but
1: the pastor was like, does anybody want to say a few words? Okay. And I was like, like my heart was beating. I was like, I gotta say something.
0: Something in my spirit was like,
1: Pierre, talk. And I raised my hand.
0: Your spirit. You like, are for a real, Christian. The spirit, You're a Christian. Man, my,
1: something in my spirit was like, <laughs> say something, bro. Say something, bro. Bro, you got to say something. Bro, say something. Bro, I'm going to make you crash if you don't say something. So, so I was like, I'm going to say something. I, I raised my hand. I was like, yeah. I want not say something. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the church turned around. All right. I froze. My hand was just still up in the air. And then I hear a couple people go, oh, hell no. Like, in church, <laughs> they were... <laughs> He is not. And then I was like, what y'all laughing at? I said that and everybody just started laughing. <laughs> and he was like, come on, so You can come on down. Now, in black okay. churches, you ain't supposed to walk down the middle.
0: Okay.
1: So, I was I like. have a fun
0: fact about black church after this
1: story. I was like, so you want me to walk around the side? <laughs> I was because like, there's a lot of people over here. And everybody just laughed again. He goes, just, just come down the middle. Okay. So, I started walking out the middle like George Jefferson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because oh I was nervous. God. And I got up on the podium. And I just told the story. I was like, you know. uh. Kuhn lay is what I called him. I feel weird saying Coon in front of God. Amen. <laughs> Everybody started laughing. There was a bunch of white people there too, and I was like, I can't be the only person who felt bad calling him Coonley, cuz I know yeah. some of y'all didn't say lay after you said Coon. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody started laughing again. Dang. And I was like, um, this is before I did even did stand up. Okay. I was just like, um, but I remember I met Coonley and he had this big Kool-Aid smile. Like literally, he was actually like black as midnight okay and when he would smile it would literally light up a whole room and i said the biggest smile i've ever seen i said he has all his teeth too that's insane <laughs> like, and then i just started laughing again and i was like but i met koolay i said i knew we were going to be great friends because i was on reduced lunch when i was in school okay my mama lied on the papers because she didn't feel like giving <laughs> kept giving us money for other people to feed us food that we didn't like but anyway okay. I uh it. i had to pay 40 cents a day for lunch okay my mom would give me two dollars on monday Okay. If I bought a cherry Coke for 80 cents or a dollar, I didn't have lunch for three days. Jeez. I couldn't get no honey bun. I couldn't get no bag of chips.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, one
1: what, but no, I didn't. I remember one day I was thirsty after wrestling practice and I got a Gatorade. Okay. This is on like Thursday now. So I'm out of lunch money. <laughs> and I was like, "Bruh, Kool-Aid, you gonna let me hold 50 cents? And he was like, what? And he used to eat chicken tenders every day, which were $2.50 a okay. day. This kid was balling and everybody started laughing. I was like, are you his mom? And she was like, yeah. I was like, you're a good woman. My mom gave me $2, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, And I was like, but Kunle, I remember he taught me a hustle about how to get lunch money. And I was like, what? He goes, let's go to the vending machines. So he would have a dollar in his hand and he would be like, don't ask people for a dollar. Cause if you ask them for a dollar, they're gonna say no. And I was like, so what do I do? He goes, you ask him for change for a dollar. And when they bring out four quarters, say you don't have a dollar and just you just need 25 cents oh my God. and everybody started laughing. he's like because he's like you only need 25 oh cent God. twice and you can eat lunch okay and everybody started laughing I was like you know I knew at that moment Kunle was gonna be my Coon. I mean he was gonna be my dog uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I got off stage people were clapping like clapping standing up and his girlfriend and his mom and his dad came up to me and they were like we want to thank you for saying what you did today wow. they said his mom was like never in a thousand years would i expect to laugh like i did at my son's funeral and she's like you are a very special individual i thank you for coming here and god bless you and I, I almost started crying i was like hey that my nigga dog you know what I'm that my dog bro like,
0: they killed my dog bro you know wow
1: but, and then what uh, you
0: just did like i was about to cry and then i just started laughing how'd you just do that
1: like, I, like you say what happened? say how you feel, and say something else. Like, because what happened was my friend died. I spoke at his funeral. Everybody laughed. I felt weird. <laughs> and then I, I'm like, to kill my dog, bro. Like, because <laughs> like, I felt like I was about to cry. I ain't know, you know what I'm saying? I, it don't make you soft to cry, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, I ain't going to cry. I had a man that was like, yeah. kill my dog. You had to no, I angry.
0: think that's beautiful, though. That's, yeah. like, literally so special. And then now you do it for real.
1: Yeah, I do it for real. For I'll be bombing though. You know what
0: I'm saying? No, you <laughs> yeah, don't.
1: I be, bro, I, yeah, baby, I'll be bombing.
0: <laughs> um, but do you think that your friend is with you through all this? I hope so. You feel him at all, ever, when you're like doing it? You
1: know, um, or writing? Nah, but when I dance, I do. <laughs>
0: What? He thought That's he he sus? didn't like No, I'm going to keep it 100. He didn't <laughs> like
1: my jokes, but like, you know, what? he was, he was a hater. Aid okay. was a hater. Maybe but he was trying to make you better. <laughs> no, nah, he was just a hater. He was a hater. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, but you know, he was a good guy, but you know, good guys hate a little bit, but you mm-hmm. know. He didn't like any of my jokes, but and you know, I could also dance better than him. He's not here to defend himself, but you know.
0: <laughs> we'll get up there and find out. No,
1: nah, it's the truth. I I dance better than when I get up there. <laughs> It don't matter what we can be on the street. We can be at the pearly gates. <laughs> I will give you this work.
0: So you feel him when you like dance?
1: Yeah, that sounds a little gay, but I you know,
0: I'm glad you said Y'all it. don't know
1: me, bro, but I dance a lot like yeah. I, I, I'm not a good dancer, but I dance all the time.
0: OK, well, that's a beautiful story. I'm glad that I'm glad that I know that. Mm. You said you had a church story at the beginning of this. That was it. That was it because
1: mm-hmm, it was in a church. Location, location, location
0: Wow I'm like I'm not okay right now
1: It's all right. we all gonna be alright We gonna be okay Um, I also did stand up I did stand up at a funeral twice The second one I didn't even know the guy
0: They hired you? Yeah,
1: they paid me like 500 bucks
0: To come do stand up at a funeral Yeah,
1: I told the lady I did stand up at a funeral
0: (laughs) What does an ad for that look like?
1: Okay, so I should probably ask a lot more questions when I get booked for shows. Like how you ask me, you say, why did you come here? Like, you know I'm, I'm <laughs> like, because like, you asked. I'm a stranger. <laughs> I'm like, you asked me to. i probably get kidnapped next time somebody has to do a podcast. It's over with. But um, if you ask me, I'll do it. I told this lady uh, at work, like I sell furniture, not at the time. Uh, I, where did I work? I worked on a food truck at that time. I used to sell chicken and waffles on a food truck. And we used to literally travel the US and go to music festivals and sell chicken and waffles. Um, but I met this woman, she was like, you're so funny, you should do stand up comedy. And I was like, you know, I did, I do stand up comedy now. And I did make a whole funeral laugh in the middle of crying. And she was like, stop lying. I said, "Oh God. Oh God. And then I went and she was like, so would you, you she's like, would you do it at a funeral again? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And then she was like, okay, well, how much would I charge you? I was lying. I did not think she was going to pay me. I was like 400 bucks. And she was like, okay. And I said, like, hmm.
0: She did it? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: And like, I, I
0: want my funeral to be a party. I what said, did I just say?
1: You want your funeral to be a party? It is. <laughs> and since it's a party, I, t- I said this I have a list of people who can't come to my funeral when I die. Why? Because I'm petty. <laughs> I want to have security at church and he's checking IDs and I have a list of people who can't come in. First of all, anybody who's ever made fun of me, not coming to see me die.
0: Even if they're your friend.
1: Especially my friends, yeah.
0: But your friends roast you because they love you. Yeah,
1: now they can't come to the party. The last one.
0: <laughs> you got the last roast. Yep.
1: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to invite you in everything. That's <laughs> low-key
0: funny. I'm going right? to invite you and when but you your get name's there. not on the list. That's so funny.
1: You got bumped.
0: <laughs> can they stream it live?
1: Sure. Okay. I will say stream? this though. Like, people roast me for my shoes all the time. Why? I don't know but they do. So I was like, the last thing I want wearing is wearing
0: Jordan's just so everyone. Knows.
1: Yeah. But the last thing I want to tell you is if I'm laying in a casket dead and I'm like up there looking down, I don't want to see a couple of comedians looking over my casket talking about hey, bro, open up the bottom half. I'm like for what? I want to see what shoes they're going to bury me in. Like, somebody even asked me, they say, bro, you think they're going to let you wear a hat in heaven? <laughs> Cause I got a real bad hairline. They're going to be like, bro, you think they're going to fix your hairline when you get up there? Cause it says come as you are.
0: You get a new body in heaven. They right say,
1: but your hairline
0: you get a whole new everything
1: ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna have a brand new hairline you didn't know that no you
0: get a new body Nah, that's what they say in the church i grew up in it was like kind that's of what i'm saying it's like wild though you know what <clears throat> do, do we really know
1: you know what look
0: i'm hoping i get a new body jesus christ i need one i broke this one a bunch
1: bro and this is another thing <laughs> I, i'm gonna tell you this is a true story before we go to um I'm donating a kidney to my older brother. <laughs> this is a true story. He's going
0: to drop this yeah. on us and leave? <laughs> well, only, well, not
1: just like that, but, like, I stopped smoking cigarettes.
0: Okay.
1: Stop drinking. Stop doing you know, all the extracurriculars. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to give it to him. <laughs> uh, Why? I mean. <laughs> because it's mine. And, like.
0: That's how petty you are?
1: Well, that. And he never, like, used to let me play with his toys or, like, wear his clothes. Mm-hmm. And then, ooh now you got kidney failure mm. how low the mighty have fallen and just because i'm O negative <laughs> mm,
0: i feel that but no know.
1: seriously um he uh, has had nephrotic syndrome since he was like 15 so that's like super kidney failures genetic so his dad had it so he's been on dialysis for like ever he's had two kidney transplants both of them have failed two years to the day like literally to what? the two years today because he has a supremely high white blood cell count it attacks anything foreign in it Etc. Cetera, et cetera. Just had a son. His son's about uh, ten months old. My uh, nephew Rahim, and he called me up a couple of months ago. I was smack drunk, okay. And he was just like, "Bro, man, you know, I just had my son." I was like, "Hell yeah, that's my nephew. <laughs> Love that dude. <laughs> that's my dog." You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's just how I talk. And he was yeah. just like, "Yeah, bro, like, I need a kidney." I said, "Yeah, you on the donor list, ain't it?" And he was like, "Yeah, I've been on that list." I said, "Yeah, it's crazy." And he was like, you know, I was just wondering if, uh, you know, I can get one of them from you. I said, one of them what's from whom? <laughs> he said, one of them kidneys from you. And I was like, I have two? He was like, yes. I said, how many do you need? And he was like, one. And I was like, Ugh. I said, like, I'm going to keep it 100, bro. Okay. I'm not going to say no. Okay. But if you needed a ride home somewhere mm-hmm. or a ride, Cross-country, mm-hmm. you will want to make sure the car has good tires. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure the engine's running, mm-hmm. the pistons are firing at the same time. Yes. I was like, this engine has been through it. <laughs> <laughs> this car I'm is not
0: kidneys work anymore either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, bro, keep it a hundred. with you I get drunk quickly. So I don't think these things are working. <laughs> he said, That's your liver. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> but you know, I was like, you know what? I don't even think we're the same blood type because we're half brothers. You got a different dad. (laughs) I was just like giving reasons. I was, I was throwing roadblocks in front of him trying to get help. (laughs) And then I, he pretty much said, and I was like, we ain't even the same blood type. He was like, you're O negative. I said, huh? He said, you're O negative. I said, what does that mean? He was like, you're universal. I said, oh. And he was like, yeah, anybody can take anything from you. You can give bone marrow. You can give plasma. You can give a liver. You can give tissue. You're literally like a golden cup.
0: Yeah.
1: He said, and I have antibodies for COVID. Oh, you do? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you've had COVID? No. Oh. wait. I've been tested
1: 19 times. (laughs) And I've also had the antibody test. And they were like, yeah, you've had the antibodies. Now, honestly, I think I did have it in, like, December last year.
0: I think that, too
1: like I was I think I was bad.
0: one of the first.
1: Mhm. But Sorry. I told my brother I'd give it to him. Okay. Uh now I said now there are stipulations.
0: Okay, where I'm, Yeah, I'm like where are we going with this?
1: And he was like like what? I said every time I ask you for money, you have to give it to me. <laughs> I said, I don't care if I ask you for $100 yeah. on Monday and then 350 on Wednesday, you give it.
0: You yeah he owes literally his life to you
1: i said yeah and i was like matter of fact hold on don't you have a son
0: you actually are more like jesus in this conversation than i also you're sacrificing your life for another
1: he also told me like when i had to stop drinking and stuff he was like but when you get out of surgery you get smacked so much quicker <laughs> and i was like touche
0: well pro tip guys
1: donate a kidney save a life
0: save a life for real we um
1: and get lit for half the price
0: Any okay but you're working on something currently and then Mm. tell everyone where they can find you to follow you
1: yes so um this
0: has been really fun and i really appreciate this
1: thank you you can follow me firstly on um my cash app it's dollar sign (laughs) pierre guyton p-i-e-r-e with one r uh, my mama can't spell uh, G U Y T O N, like guy ton, ton of guys. Um,
0: yeah, it, he just put on a show, so y'all should hit him up on Cash App. You never know. You never, you never know. know. We're out. We're out here growing on TikTok. We're you getting know a new audience out here.
1: It's better to give than, than receive. receive. So give me some money.
0: Did I? Just I beg you,
1: please. Voice? Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> you did the black pastor voice. <laughs> you know when they running out Am of I breath. Allowed to uh, that? Yes, sir. And, uh, Am I
0: allowed to use that voice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
1: You know how many times black people do the white girl voice?
0: Yeah, but I feel like that's okay.
1: And it's okay to do the well <laughs> in the name of ha, God. But Bishop, anyway, Bishop, <laughs> wow, Bishop.
0: <laughs> my
1: name is Bishop Jones. Uh, can Deacon Williams <laughs> come down oh, here no, with the Bible? This is my
0: black church story. Okay, my brother was the first person in our family to ever go to church, and he is this big six-two white guy curly he used to have he's bald now but he used to have curly braided red curly hair blonde hair white <laughs> he's a white mm-hmm. and
1: uh <laughs> why you put the h in front of it though
0: white <laughs> <laughs> he is super white mm-hmm. and um he went to black church and this was one of the black ch- first black churches that was like on tv mm-hmm. and he my brother was like yeah let me join the choir i told you we get along better The black community even my brother Oh, and in the they put him right in the middle. Of course. that's <laughs> like where you gonna shine, baby. Like you gonna shine
1: like a diamond. You're a diamond, baby. Shine bright.
0: I that is the one thing I remember about my childhood was just seeing my.
1: <laughs> he was clapping rhythmically too, wasn't he? Just like.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you're working on something.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, also, my Instagram didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. you're gotcha. hey, It's Hey Pierre, H-E-Y-P-I-E-R-E. I don't have the Twitter. Uh, my Facebook is very public. If you type in Pierre Guyton, pulls right on up. And I am um, in the process of working on a uh, my comedy album, um, very similar to my YouTube page. It is entitled Rated PG. It is not Rated PG, <laughs> not even a little bit. My initials are Pierre Guyton or PG, oh, so that is all it means.
0: That's pretty, that's good, though.
1: Mm, it's punny.
0: It's punny. Mm-hmm. You should work, yeah. You should. And also, yeah.
1: rated PG means I rated it. Yeah. And PG means pretty good. Oh. <laughs> I think this is rated pretty good, pretty good.
0: Pretty good. That's, I like that. I'm going to have to check it out. A I'll woman told me, off. does
1: PG mean pretty girl? Because I used to have, like, merch or, like, biker pants or biker shorts that had rated PG on the butt or, like, down the leg.
0: <laughs> so, I'm like, hey,
1: pretty girl. it's you know. funny. Um, but I'm working on a comedy album. I do not know what I'm going to drop probably in probably uh, about a month or two.
0: What is a comedy album?
1: Um, so, it's essentially just a couple of minutes worth of your jokes. Okay. So, like, for example, uh, introduction. Like, it'll be, like, usually recorded at a show. So it's a recording of you at a show. And like you introduction by, like, "Hey, you know, my name is Pierre S. Cargo. Bonjour. <laughs> uh, I'm not French, just regular black. Uh, <laughs> you know, say stuff like that. It's like a minute or two, mm-hmm. and then like the knock knock joke. Tell a knock knock joke story, or like I got pulled over, mm. and it doesn't matter. You like can...
0: bits of stories. Yeah, bits. Oh, bits. That's it's it. Just bits. Yeah. That's pretty cool. i I'm gonna download it.
1: I appreciate it. It's gonna be free ninety nine too.
0: What? Why?
1: Um, because I just consider these jokes I'm posting throwaways, and also I've never made a comedy album before, so I don't feel
0: following on Instagram is like, oh my god, I need to write more. You write so much all the time,
1: and that's why I have lots of throwaways. Like I write so many jokes, I have jokes that I'll never say.
0: You gotta, you gotta start writing for someone. I do. Anybody? Oh. Like,
1: oh. I can't say, but I write for people. Do they use what I write? Sometimes. Most of the time, no.
0: No, but, like, I mean, like, you should write. Like, write, write. Like, for, like, a...
1: Oh, I do. Yeah, I, like, like uh, a... submit pilots to, like, Colbert Report, Late Night with John Oliver, Ooh. Daily Show. Um, I see. I'm lear- I don't
0: know. I didn't even know that that was, like, a job. I
1: don't like, get paid for it. No, but, like, uh, until
0: recently, I didn't know people did that for, like... I never thought Lots of
1: writers that. for TV shows are comedians.
0: You. you that's crazy.
1: Like Clayton English was one of my best homies. He wrote for Bad Boys Three. He was one of the uh, writers for the '85 South Show Wild and Out. Um, he won NBC's Last Comic Standing. He writes for Bicep TV.
0: You know the only fond memory I have in my childhood, which like make like is like really kind of weird now. Trying to do comedy, one of the only times I remember my family, like me, my mom, and my dad, being happy. We were watching last comic standing together Mm -hmm. we watched that show together like every it was a summer show we would watch it as a family it was like very fond memories and now things are like effed up with my family and so like it's nice to like try to be doing comedy now Mm -hmm. and like remember back to that it's pretty cool
1: yeah it's dope my mom doesn't think i'm funny at all either
0: yeah, my family does my family doesn't like my brother will not follow me on TikTok. Like, won't so, like he's like, I'm pushing you.
1: My mom, she supports me, but she said, I'm not gonna, she was like, You're not, she's this is what she says. The things you say aren't funny. Wow. She said, It's just the things you do are funny. <laughs> she said, The situations you get put in are hilarious and how you handle them. Cause like, if I got robbed by two old crackheads once, like, swear to God, and like he was like, Give me your money. And I was like, for what? And he was like, What? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he had a gun on me and everything.
0: What?
1: Yeah. And he was like, give me your money. And I was like, nah. He was like, what you mean? Nah. I said, no. And He was like, give me your money. And I was like, no. And I turned around and started walking. <laughs>
0: and you that was it?
1: No. He, oh. <laughs> and then he like put the gun like on my face pretty much. and was like, stop walking. I was like, ow. I just said ow. I was like, bro, get that shit on my face. I like slapped it. I was like, that hurt. <laughs> And he was like, um, stop moving. And I, like, put my hands up. And he, like, went in my pockets. I only had, like, 30 bucks on me. You know, and he took my wallet, took my cash out. And he, like, threw my wallet, like, over a fence into a bush. I was like, hey.
0: <laughs> and you, like, will make stuff like that just, like, into a joke.
1: Yeah. Even, I'm not even making a joke. I'll just tell no, the story. No, you'll just tell the story. Yeah. And then he this And the- she
0: doesn't think stuff like that. Like, she mm-hmm. just thinks, no.
1: No, she thought it was funny what I did and what I said to him. Yeah. Maybe, but not, like, the fact that I got robbed.
0: Oh, well, the kicker dumb. though
1: he was like give me your keys okay my car keys and i said no and he said give me your car keys and i said no and he reached for him and i went like this and i said you want him he was like yeah i said well, go get him and i threw him <laughs> i just threw him into a bush and he just looked at me and was like he just put his hands up like what and then he just got in the car and took, like drove off and i was like Man, now I got to go get my keys. <laughs> and I don't know where I threw them.
0: That's so funny.
1: He also took my phone. And, like, I couldn't use my phone flashlight to find my keys or call the police. It was great.
0: No. Well, I think you're funny, so.
1: Oh, you're going to make me blush, girl.
0: Stop. Okay, say your Instagram one more time, and then we'll end
1: yes. this. Yes. So, it is hey Pierre, H-E-Y-P-I-E-R-E.
0: Okay. Thank you. This was fun.
1: This, is, we'll a, do it this again. is amazing. This is a maze balls.
0: balls.
1: You guys are traptastic and oh so super. <laughs>